The greatest hits of the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s all on one station. This is WNJH HD1 Hamilton. WNJH Radio, its owners and associates take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show host or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of this site or the radio station and opinions between talk show hosts may conflict. This site does not endorse anything as the truth. That you will have to judge for yourself. But we try to speak the truth on the owner's behalf and reserve the right to question the supposed truth. It is sometimes hard to get the truth, but we must try. It is not our intention to libel, discriminate, make hate, or annoy anyone. This site takes no responsibility for the opinions of others in the postings of comments in chat rooms or forum posts. WNJH Radio presents Voice of Freedom, a weekly political call-in show heard every Thursday at 7 p.m. Voice of Freedom will cover national, state, and local politics. Now here's your host, Dr. Otto Hernandez. Good evening, everyone. Otto Hernandez. The Voice of Freedom radio program back on the air after a holiday break. And we are very happy to be back on the air after a holiday break. How was your uh, how were your holidays, producer Rick? Uh, I cannot complain there, doctor. It was good. It was different. You know, this new COVID world where people just didn't want to come out. But unfortunately, I'm going to say we broke the rules. We had a large gathering somewhere down going to leave an ominous. <laughs> uh, but we did it anyway because we all feel we're family and friends, and we were going to enjoy the holiday like we always did. We weren't going to change it because of a governor order. Yeah, I can I can say that, uh, you know, I had a terrific holiday, actually. It was a little subdued, um, you know, kind of quiet. It wasn't the normal raucous holiday that we normally have uh, in my family. We're known for a, you know, kind of rambunctious holiday. But uh, anyway, um, you know, we had a good time, and we make the best of it. So anyway, you know, we're off the air for three weeks, and all hell breaks loose. You know, geez, it's like, uh, you know, they couldn't wait for us to get back on. Um, I got to be honest with you, Producer Rick. I am not in a good mood tonight, and I'm going to tell you why. Oh, please control yourself. I want to go home early. I haven't had lunch or dinner, but go ahead. (laughs) Well, here's how I feel tonight. I, I feel that our country has been broken. I've been okay? telling you that. The country that we love, uh, the country that we have worked for, the country that, uh, you know, has been historically the greatest country in the world has been broken. It's not I- irreparable, but it is broken. And uh, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you the who and the why. And um, I'm going to start with the Democrat Party. Far and away, the number one culprit uh, in the breaking of America. For four years, these people attempted to unseat and undermine a duly elected president with nothing more than lies, opinions posing as facts, and phony hysteria. Their quest for power has been limitless, and we witnessed this by their reckless destruction of the American people's confidence in fair elections this past November. COVID, right, the excuse used to change election laws on the fly, Democrats and ran state legislatures. Changing election laws has been constitutionally the mandated purview of legislatures, but uh, they were changing election laws by Democrat uh, judges. Mail-in voting, obviously, was the vehicle used for the big steal. Uh, It worked, as many of us predicted it would. Their outright hatred of Donald Trump made it okay in their eyes to use any means necessary to remove him. Democrat Party also condoned and in many ways abetted 
the violence that raged throughout the country this past summer as Antifa and Black Lives Matter burned, looted, and destroyed both private and public property. Democrats continued to tell us that the protesters were peaceful, even though fires were raging in the background. In fact, many times I heard from the left that the perpetrators of the violence this summer were in fact Trump supporters, including Proud Boys, who had infiltrated the peaceful protesters for this purpose. Of course, we knew this was nonsense. The violence was approved of by the left because they would, they thought it would make Trump look bad, right? And for Democrats, it always came down to the same thing, to get rid of Trump. As Trump often has asserted, the mainstream media is the enemy of America, and I also blame them for the breaking of America. They were willing activists and participants in the phony Trump witch hunts, waving their pom-poms for the Democrat Party while enabling lies to be construed as facts. The mainstream media's continued hyping of the COVID virus made it easy for Democrat politicians to put draconian measures into effect to control a scared population. History has shown us that a scared population is very easy to control by despots. People look for the government to save it from whatever the scared calamity of the day is. When this happens, government power and control grow and our freedoms decline. This is the perfect scenario for tyrants to thrive in and I blame the mainstream media for creating it. Okay, yesterday, what happened in D.C.? I blamed the part of, part of the breaking of America. Nothing, and I repeat nothing, folks, that happened yesterday was helpful to the cause of MAGA or helpful to Donald Trump's legacy. Aside from encouraging the storming of the Capitol building, I found Trump's calling of Mike Pence a coward to be particularly appalling. Pence is a solid guy and a good man. He's been loyal to Trump and, in many cases, the single voice of reason in his administration. Calling the guy a coward because he's not interested in doing something he's not constitutionally able to do, i.e. overturn the election, in my mind was a pathetic and despicable act by Trump. Don't get me wrong, I've supported Trump. He's been a good president. He's accomplished numerous good things for our country, but he's been, as always, his own worst enemy and his comportment yesterday will not serve his legacy well. And by the way, I've been hearing for weeks from conservatives that Trump was getting ready to make a big move to retain the White House. I keep asking, okay, where is it? Well, if this was it yesterday, it was a colossal failure. For the last two days, I've publicly condemned the violence in D.C., and I've been criticized by many Trump supporters for it, in many ways senselessly. Many Trump supporters have asserted that the violence was all perpetrated by Antifa infiltrators. No way could it be Trump supporters. Trump supporters would never do that. Okay, well, that assertion is as improbable as the left's assertion that the violence in the summer was perpetrated by Proud Boys or other conservative infiltrators. Fact is, there are extremists on both sides. There were hundreds of thousands of people in D.C. yesterday. Are we to believe that there were no extremists among the Trump supporters? Are we to believe that, th that only Antifa infiltrators got into the Capitol? The girl that was killed by the police was a veteran and an avowed Trump supporter. As per her husband, she wasn't Antifa, yet she was inside the building, tragically killed by being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Further, many of my conservative friends who blamed Antifa told me in the same breath that it was time to fight back, that we've been screwed over by Democrats and by a failed election process. So it's perfectly okay to be violent. I heard a lot of whataboutism, like what about Antifa violence this summer? 
This violence at the Capitol is justified. Well, aside from the truism that two wrongs don't make a right, I'll give you another one. You can't have your cake and eat it too. If the violence by Trump supporters was justified, then don't blame it on Antifa. You're being shallow and disingenuous. Pick one and stick to it. We are the party of law and order, so you're either for law and order or you're not. At the same time, I'm not letting my liberal friends off the hook. Many of them were out in full force yesterday on social media saying that this violence just demonstrates what bad people Republicans and conservatives are. I call them out as frauds, as they were remarkably quiet this past summer when the Biden voters disguised as Antifa and Black Lives Matter were burning, looting, and destroying our country. I condemned that violence then, and I condemn yesterday's violence now. You're either against violence as a means of protest or you're not. If you're against it for some and not for others, then you're not for real. Don't waste our time with your fake self-righteous indignation. Another culprit is the Supreme Court of the United States. They failed us big time here. Why was it okay for the country to waste four years and millions of dollars investigating a false Trump narrative, but the Supreme Court couldn't be bothered to adjudicate, couldn't be bothered to even look at the evidence that Trump's team provided? By not finishing off the legal process, the Supreme Court left millions of Americans demoralized and disenfranchised. If indeed there was no legal recourse, what recourse do Trump supporters have? Lastly, I'm going to blame the Republican Party, which has simply foregone its role as the opposition party in America. Many Republicans stood by as Trump was illegit illegitimately attacked for four years, and some of them, like, like Mitt Romney, were cozying up to the mainstream media as though that would get them some sort of preferential treatment. In fact, the mainstream media uses those types of Republicans as pawns. The mainstream media thinks that Trump's and these types of Republicans are idiots and use them to make their case about what a bad guy Trump is. As in, see, look at these Republicans who hate him. He must be a bad guy. Even the Republicans can't stand him. Likewise, where was the Republican opposition? as state governments illegally change election laws, knowing full well what the result would be. Once we allowed mail-in votes and extended voting days, the cake was baked, folks. Georgia was cited as one of the states with significant issues and with the importance of the runoff election. Very little was done by the Republican Party to win it. We put forward two mediocre, big-money, Wall Street candidates. The turnout from Republicans was awful. In many areas, a combination of bad candidates being outworked by Democrats and Donald Trump's continued demeaning of the election process. People are demoralized. If Trump is telling you the election was a fraud, why bother? And I've heard from many, many Republicans that say, why bother? Why vote again? Consequence? Well, we've given Democrats unfettered access to all levers of legislation, and we're going to pay a price for it over the next couple of years, folks. You mark my words. So that's what we have tonight, folks, and I'm interested in hearing from you, hearing your take on what you think is going on in America right now or what we can do to fix it. Let me give out the numbers, 609-593-9654, 609-593-WNJH, and we're going to go right to the phones. We have our first caller. Hold on. Just before we do that, doctor, I want to commend you on your speech. Well done. Thank you. I appreciate that. Very well done. And if you don't mind, can we just do a, like a three-second pause for that young lady that lost her life who was in the wrong place at the wrong time? Absolutely. Before we take your first call. Small moment of silence. Yes.
All right. Thank you for doing that. All right. So let's go to your first caller. First caller, you're alive. Voice of Freedom Radio program. Otto, Dan from Winona. Dan from Winona checking in. Dan, how were your holidays, my friend? Uh, well, they were they were good, you know, quieter, smaller than normal, but uh, but okay. Right, a little subdued. Okay, yep. So normally, and you I, and, and I, I talk some 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 financial, economic type of news, which I, I do have one question to ask you, which I'm going to leave for uh, for the end of our conversation. But uh, I want to get your take on what's going on. Get your take on, uh, you know, what I let off the program with. Just uh, tell me how you're feeling. Well, number one, I agree with with Brick, and that, that was a very, uh, very good opening statement. I don't often uh, agree with everything you say, but I think tonight I did. All right. Oh, that well, that's that's a that's a home run. That's a home Other run. Other than that, <laughs> look, uh, this is. Uh, you know, these are dark days that, that it's come to this. Um, you know, this country is divided, and it's, you know, more divided now than, than it's ever been. And, and the last two years, it's just been a growing a growing divisiveness that's culminated in, uh, in what happened yesterday. And that's not going to heal quick. No. Uh, no, it's not. So, so no. It's I'm, broken. I'm, I'm it's just, broken. That is my term. The yep. country is broken. I'm, I'm dismayed. I'm sad. Uh, and and you're right. Trump does not do himself any favors because as much as I, you know, I do believe that there was there was plenty of voter, voter shenanigans mm-hmm. in November. We all know that there was. Uh, we all know that. We all know that. He he I, I also believed that he had a shot to come back in 2024 and run mm-hmm. and win with a with a better a better organization, a better understanding of what it was going to take to win. And I think he may have blown that shot mm-hmm. in, the, in this last week by not backing off. And, and well, he will have no allies in the Republican Party. I mean, I mean, I have never seen I have never seen people bail on a person like like we well, they, like what we've seen in the last day and a half. I don't think there is a an elected Republican left in America who hasn't bailed on the Trumpster at this point. Yeah, it's hard. Well, look, when he started off, he didn't have anybody uh, in his camp, and the only reason they came around was a couple of years later when uh, when they felt it was beneficial for him to do so. And and I think a lot of them were waiting for the first opportunity to bail on him again. And he and he gave him the opportunity. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. I I think we may see if Trump is indeed interested in running again in twenty twenty four. We may see the emergence of a third party, a Trump, I'm, for lack of a better word, I'll call it the Trump party for now. I don't, think, I don't think Trump supporters are enamored with the Republican Party at this point. I don't think Trump is enamored, and, and the party's not enamored with him. I wouldn't be surprised if, if, if a third party does emerge uh, with Trump as the leader. I, I don't know that he can lead the Republican Party anymore. No, I, I agree 100%. And it's going to be a long, it's going to be a long two years, and, and hopefully just a long two years, and not a long, you know, four or eight years. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, they, they there's still enough strength and enough discontent that that the Republicans can can win some seats in two years and, and potentially take take control of both houses. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're that far off. 
No, they're not. Uh, I mean, they're right there in the House. They certainly made a huge gain in the House. This blunder, this Senate blunder, is a you know as I as I addressed uh, with with the Georgia situation. We, we as usual, we have nobody to blame but ourselves for losing that. That was a those were two remarkably awful Democrat candidates. Oh well, that, that, I mean, you got the I wife. Do. On the one hand, you got the wife abuser, and on the other hand, you got you know the, who, who's a, by the way a Fidel Castro uh, admirer, and uh, and on the other hand, you got the trust fund baby. I don't even know how old the guy is, 30 or whatever, that Asaf. The guy's never done anything in his life. He's, he, he, he makes Beto O'Rourke look accomplished. Okay, this but, guy, this guy Asaf, for Christ's sake. This, the, the biggest culprit in all this is the media. And, oh, yeah. and I'll say it because I guarantee you, and I've had this conversation with clients that, that are very liberal, they, what you just said about Warnock and, and the video with his wife saying he ran over my foot, I, I guarantee you 60 to 80% of Democratic voters haven't seen that and no. would have no idea what you're no, talking about. No, only, you, that, you saw that on Fox and Newsmax. Yep. They would have CNN, no CNN portrayed Warnock as the second coming of Martin Luther King. Okay? And, and if you listen to the guy's sermons, he's no Martin Luther King. <laughs> okay? So, he, he's not even Rodney King. Okay? The but, guy is awful. But that's... But that story about the media and, and, you know, what they didn't tell that story and, and they don't tell the full story about they certainly didn't tell the full story about Hunter Biden. Nope. They certainly oh, didn't no, that we know that. dig up. They buried that. Yeah. And they didn't dig up the old. And by the way, Hunter's off the hook now. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, Biden, old, Biden just I'm, appointed Merrick Garland as his attorney general. You think Merrick Garland is going to go after Hunter? <laughs> Hunter Hunter can go back to uh, to the prostitutes and the and the Chinese money and uh, <laughs> and whatever else he was putting up his nose. Uh, he, uh, you know, probably, <laughs> he just got to get out of jail free of, card. He's probably in the middle of a seventy-two hour bender as we speak. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. But I mean, the media. But but on and on. Uh, like I, you know, there's nowhere that that people that watch. Some of these news stations, they didn't see any clips of of, of Biden, you know, lying in, in his previous presidential runs and no. and, and the silly things. Oh no, he, we know that the media's in the bag. I mean, all of the all I mean, all the search engines on the internet steering people to websites that are favorable to. I mean, it's the the, the it's a it's you know any Republican right now, not just Trump, but any Republican. Is 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 not doesn't have to beat one team. They have to beat four or five teams. <laughs> you know, you have to beat the other side, the Democrats. You have to beat the media. You have to big big tech. You have to beat the globalist money. I mean, it's the 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 odds are stacked against a Republican right now, and that's not going to change in the near future. In fact, it'll probably get worse because the Democrats are looking to to you know stack the deck now. They're already. You know, they haven't had all three houses or all three branches uh, for more than 15 minutes, and they're already, you know, pushing, push. The, the D.C. mayor was on TV today. The first words out of her mouth is, we need to make D.C. a state. This is before she even starts talking about what happened yesterday. I mean, this is an embarrassment. Does, does that make her governor then automatically? How I, does that work? I, I guess. I guess she'd get a promotion. <laughs> Because you know, right now D.C. is just a you know a corrupt, corrupt, crime-ridden city. Aside from you know the the political uh, 
the, the political stuff that goes on there. Um, so she would be the, the governor of the tiniest uh, state in America, you know, but yeah, with two, with two, with two senators, with, with two yeah. senators and half of a, and half of a congressman because they probably don't have enough population for one. So it'd be like half a congressman. <laughs> oh man. It'll be democratic. That's all that matters. All right. Let me ask you this, Dan from Winona, because again, you are, as I have touted often, you are the financial guru of the Voice of Freedom radio program. You have told me repeatedly for the last few months that the stock market wants split government. Okay? Yep. And we don't have a split government. And yet the stock no, market, and, and even despite the stuff that went on in D.C. yesterday, stock market had a good day. So the stock market is... Go ahead. Good day yesterday and today. Yeah. Yeah, good day yeah. yesterday and today. So explain it to me, guru. <laughs> well, the only, uh, and, and you're right, I have said that, and, and uh, I believe that, and certainly history does prove that out. But what's going on now is these are such complicated times, and there's so many, so many factors, of course. So factor number one is everybody and the market included is ignoring a ignoring the the political chaos it's ignoring the uh you know certainly the reality of this virus that every day we're seeing record record people infected and record deaths and that's going to probably continue through january into february you know through the winter so, and the market doesn't care because the market is looking at this vaccine and what it means and what it means to you know the summer and fall and if the vaccine is anything close to what they want it to be, to what's reported to be, then mm -hmm. next summer and fall are going to be a whole lot more normal than last summer and fall. And that means more people working, more people traveling. Uh, economic numbers get better. I mean, you know, next fall it could be, it could be like the end of World War II. You know, people are just going to be so happy to get out and go eat and go spend and go travel. Uh, that, yeah, it doesn't matter who the president is right now. I think the second half of this year could be. Well, you, ha you have now. said that before. You have said that before, and you're being consistent in that regard. So, so let's hope so. Again, as you know, I've said uh, often on this show, and you're probably, a, you probably know better than I what the numbers are. But uh, about what? Half, half the country has their, their retirement tied into the stock market or so? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, most, including uh, including uh, yours truly, including yours truly, and uh, you know, I do want to retire before I'm ninety. So you know, I'm, ho I'm hoping the market stays strong. <laughs> so now that now the the damage that this administration can do, and I do believe they can do damage, uh, and that and that reality and possibility still exists, but. Mm -hmm. The reality also is it's probably not going to be till later on. And by later on, I mean 2022. So yeah. right now, the, the second half of this year, uh, it doesn't matter who the president is. If the vaccine works and, and people don't start you know, dying because they took the vaccine, then, then the second half well, of this my year... Concern, my concern about the Biden administration is, is that they go back... As we know, the Trumpster eliminated a lot of the regulation that was tied to hands tied in the hands of business, both both big business and, and small business. And uh, I have no faith that Biden will not go back to a lot of those regulations. 
um, you know, again, using the scare tactics of climate change and all that other nonsense um, to, you know, to put to, to start tightening up and regulating, uh, you know, business. And oh, absolutely. And, that, know, and none of that is good. None of that is good. No, no, that's not good. Uh, uh, almost certainly there's going to be an increase in, in personal and corporate income tax. Uh, there's a, certainly a very good possibility he's going to roll back parts of the trade agreement, which yep. uh, the results were more, uh, you know, more employment of Americans versus, uh, uh, you know, the U.S. farming jobs out. Mm-hmm. So all that's going to happen. It's going to happen slowly, and it's probably going to, you know, they're going to try to keep it under the radar. Uh, but it's going to happen. It's not going to happen, you know, probably in the next nine or ten months. And, and that's why I think right now the market isn't really focused on that. It's focused on on, on us coming out of this virus and the vaccine. Right. And that's the driving force. And, and, you know, for good reason. I mean, there's, there's still a lot of people that aren't working, and they're certainly not working as much as they were. There's people that aren't traveling. So there's a lot of industries that are going to benefit from this vaccine working. Uh, and, and that's the overriding factor right now. Uh, so regardless of who the president is, I'm telling you, I'm optimistic about the next 12 months. Uh, I'm, you know, the, the jury's still out on what happens after that. But for the next 12 months, I think I, I think it's hard for it not to be. Let's uh, hope so. Economic, economic. I mean, we need we need some good news. <laughs> We're certainly not getting a lot of good news politically, Dan. Dan, I, I as always, as oh, I got to run, but as always, I appreciate your call. All right, always, always instructive. Otto, I'm here for you. I know that, and Rick, for and for our here. listeners, and for our listeners. Same to you, Danny, and for our listeners. You are, you are and, the voice, uh, the voice of Freedom's financial guru. And, and as a wise, uh, you know, congressman said, a woman to that. A man and a woman. I'm not going to say anything uh, towards that one. And a moron. Okay, Dan, have a great night, my friend. Thanks. Good night. Yeah, you know, we're concerned. Um, Obviously, you know, one of the the things that we need to be concerned about, aside from everything we talked about tonight, uh, is the future of the country in regards to the potential legislation uh, that's going to come out of this new setup that we have. as I mentioned in the opening, the the Democrats will have very little obstruction now. the the only The only obstruction that I see is again both of the houses are close. Uh, the the House as well as the Senate, there is not a huge advantage for the Democrats, and there are still conservative. I'm going to call them conservative. Everything being relative in life, there are still some conservative Democrats, the Joe Manchin types. Um, who who are concerned about their districts and are concerned about being reelected? And Manchin, for one, has already said he's not you know he's not a hundred percent in on on the you know the Green New Deal and other nonsense. So you know let's see what happens. But uh, I don't have I don't have a lot of confidence uh, in, in this new setup because the checks and balances that we like to have in our government and this is the way our government has been built. Uh, the checks and balances have been essentially, for all intent and purposes, eliminated. Uh, we have a caller, so we're going right to the phone. You're live with the Voice of Freedom radio program. Your name and where you're calling from? It's uh, Mark from Mantua. Mark from Mantua. 
one of the Voice of Freedom's, one of the Voice of Freedom's regular callers, Mark. I trust your holidays were good. They they were they un, uneventful, which I guess is good. Yeah, heck, you know, you know what? Uneventful I mean, is probably a good I, word. <laughs> Mine were I pretty bought, uneventful. I bought it. I bought all the uh, regulations from King Murphy. Uh huh. So you didn't you didn't have the throng of fifty or sixty people at your house that you normally do? No, <laughs> no. Yeah, our our Christmas like, Eve, our like Christmas Eve party. Uh, our uh, Christmas yeah. Eve was tiny, so it was. I don't even think we hit double digits with the number of people we had at Christmas Eve. So, yeah. what's on your mind tonight, Mark? Any of these? Any of these? Uh, any of these current events keeping you awake? Just. Yeah, I just the, the I don't know the hypocrisy, the the craziness, the craziness from each end. I don't know. Lots of hypocrisy out there, that's for sure. Tell me, tell yeah. me what you're what you're referring to specifically. I mean, where do you start, right? I don't know. Just the you know, I mean, clear clearly. I mean, again, uh, what what happened yesterday uh, clearly was you know, wrong. And, uh, mm -hmm. because I don't follow much politics, I, I don't know all the specifics, but you know, whether it was incited or whatever, it's just destruction of property. It's just, you know, you gotta, you gotta have some law and order. Yeah. Uh, but I guess well, and where, and you know, the, the, the Republican party, I mean, again, we have been, we have been the so-called party of law and order. Um, yeah. we vehemently criticized what was happening all summer. Antifa, yeah. Black Lives yeah. Matter, destroying yeah. property all over the place, burning, looting, you name it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm hearing yesterday from many of my conservative friends, oh, this is this is okay, this is justified, yeah. we've had enough, it's time to fight back. Yeah, um, uh, yeah that's yeah, a little bit hip that's yeah. a little bit hypocritical. You know, as I said yeah. in my opening, yeah. you know, you're either in favor of law and order or you're not. I'm not, I'm not sure there's a yeah. lot of gray area to be had there. No, you I know? don't think there is because I think you got to have <laughs> just got to stay on one side of it and you yeah. got to have law and order all the time because uh, it, it, it's stability, consistency, and uh, I you know I heard you were talking with your brother before this or Dan and uh, you know it's just the markets and stuff you just need stability and uh, I don't know at this point it just seems like there's just the extreme things going on that are causing uh issues and i don't know and i just i i i get concerned just as a human being <laughs> you know sure but no i i think i think there's hypocrisy on both sides obviously republicans are some or their conservative friends are saying it's okay and then hypocrisy with the liberals just this is like this was the worst thing ever. Oh, the worst uh, thing ever! But the other, but the other it's an insurrection. Seven, it's an insurrection. It. It's like the Boston Tea yeah, Party all over again. You know, yeah, come on, come on, stop just, already! I mean, it, it it was bad. It was bad. We know that. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. condoning yeah. it. At least I'm not. But, uh, but let's face yeah, it. It wasn't. It. I saw a lot of things this summer that that were <laughs> right there. I know. Okay, with what happened yeah. at D.C. yesterday. And I didn't hear yeah. the, 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 the nitwits on CNN going crazy yeah. like they were going crazy for the last couple yeah. of days. Well, it's just, com it's just completely inconsistent. You know, I don't, I don't, you know, you know, they just, the, uh, the, I think the liberals are just so inconsistent on their arguments and it's not logical and it's hard to even, uh, even if you start off saying, it gets back to the whole George Floyd thing. It's, it's just like repeating the same thing. Like nobody thought, 
uh, that was justice for George Floyd. That we mm. thought he should die. That he, but but then then it gets. But somehow then that becomes justice of looting and rioting, which is insane, and then worshiping this guy. So nobody said the guy deserved that. But then if a Republican said that, that they didn't even hear that. They just think, well, now we got to go to the extreme of. Destroying cities and burning cities. Of course, and of course. No, I, I Democrats. Mean, it's, it's Democrats like chaos. Not, not logical. I mean, the the, the chaos that was going on this summer was was aided and abetted by Democrats. We know yeah. that. You know, yeah. your your, your yeah. mayors continually look the other way at all the violence. Uh, yeah. And again, you know, as I as well, I said in the opening, that, it's, I mean, it was all about getting rid of Trump. I mean, anything yeah. if if it would make the president look bad, they were in favor. And we know that Black Lives Matter has nothing to do with black lives. It has everything to do yeah. with, with political power and political control. Um, yeah. So, you know. Yeah, and and I, w- I wish at some point, like, uh, the, the Democrats could get, or at least, at least be open-minded to, to hear, like, a Candace Owens or a Thomas Sowell's point of view or a Ben Carson or... But it's just like we can't we can't even have leading African Americans on 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 the Republican side state oh, no. their view because they're racist or they're part of KKK. It's it's such an absurd argument. And uh, you know, the, look, I'm Italian American, and I'm a conservative. Uh, but you know that that has nothing to do with me being you know Cuomo. I mean, just because we're Italians, I mean, I could I could disagree with the guy. I mean, I right. just don't I just don't understand how if you're African American, if you if you Republican, you're all right at you know uh, uh, you know a racist and all these other things. It's, it's yep. quite absurd. Yeah. Well, I agree. You can't even have your own thinking. I don't know. I agree. But Mark. I I think what's so important about that is. That follows through with all the hypocrisy, including yesterday. Mm-hmm. Look, it shouldn't have happened, uh, but, you know, by far it wasn't the worst thing. And then you could overlook all the other destruction that's been going on for eight months. Exactly. Or, exactly. Or, or again, I think I think you I think you, you that your last sentence there succinctly sums it up. Succinctly yeah. sums it up. Yeah. Mark, I have to run. Yep. We're okay. getting we're getting some you. callers tonight. Everybody's got to get Take something care. off their Good. chest. So, <laughs> yep. thanks right. for your call well, as always, Mark. Thanks. Take care, Take buddy. Care. All right, bye. All right. Do we have another caller, producer Rick? Yes, we, do. we do have another caller. You are live on the air, Voice of Freedom Radio program name and where you're calling from. Hi, this is Harry calling from Hamilton. I just want to know what do you think the uh, five day forecast looks like? Do you think we're getting snow? Um. We, I think we're going to get. Uh, I think we're going to get ch- a, a chill. Okay, we're going to get a chill. But thanks for your call. We're doing weather forecasting now as well. Why not? Politics, weather, little sports, whatever it takes. <sighs> Folks are frustrated, and and you know one of the things that I that I saw yesterday, and that is the the anger and the frustration from Trump supporters about what's taken place. And again, I think, you know, in, in the opener, um, I think the, the issue is the Supreme Court. And I think the Supreme Court is really what led us down in this particular situation. Trump had significant legal challenges to make. The Supreme Court should have listened to them. There's absolutely no reason why not. If you got seventy some odd million Americans concerned about the efficacy and the and the uh, 
and the legitimacy of an election, I think it's time for the Supreme Court to take to you know take it into consideration and take it seriously, not punt. That's not what we put these judges there for. We have a call, producer Rick. Oh, you are live on the air. Name and number and name and where you're calling from. It's uh, Tony from Hamilton. Tony from Hamilton. How Tony, are you? Uh, you know I'm doing pretty well. Tony, you're a first time caller, I think, right? Yes, I am. Excellent. Good to hear from you, Tony. What's on your mind tonight? Well, we've we've all heard and been on the internet for the last twenty four hours. You know, seeing everything that's taking place. And, you know, as well as uh, a lot of people out there that think it's over, I still don't think it's over. You don't think I what's really over, don't. Tony? You, you, I don't think, I, I still think that it's not over. I still think that Trump can continue his presidency. Okay. He's, he, he's one of the smartest guys we've ever seen in office, and he's battling two parties, and he knows it. Not only, you, you've went over all this. We don't have to go over it and waste the time on the air. He's battled the left. He's battled the right. He's battled the FBI. He's battled, uh, he's battled the Supreme Court. He's battled local courts he's battled governors he's battled everybody they're all in cahoots pretty much every one of them so every tell me tell me tell me how you think he is going to, especially after what happened yesterday how, how is right, he ready? how is he yeah I'm, I'm i'm breathless with anticipation here how is he going to engineer right, this 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 at this point in time i'm not even call it a hail mary pass this is this is you know this is going to be the hail mary of the of the of the century if he can pull it it's off it. at this point. Well, he pulled it off in 2016, and I think he's going to pull it off again. And here's my angle. You guys can all think I'm nuts. It's all good. I'll go to Ancora when I hang up. <laughs> but I will tell you that uh, I'm going to tell you that he's going to get a report uh-huh. from the director of national intelligence, John Ratcliffe. Ratcliffe still and works he, for him. He's not one of the guys that quit today because I think I, they all quit today. <laughs> I don't think that Ratcliffe quit. I don't. I don't know. I'm, I'm I don't just, think he did. Okay. Well, he did, I mean, did. I didn't. I don't think I heard his name because at one point they were listing all the people that resigned, and I don't think I saw his picture. So. All right. Well, if he did, then my whole theory's out the window, and I'm with you guys then. But I'm going to say that he's going to get a report from the director of national intelligence, and all these executive orders that he has been filling in and signing in from 2016 to now will become effective. And you've all heard that the National Guard is all in Washington now, correct? Yes. And everybody thinks they're there for one reason, one reason only, to protect the inauguration. I'm going to tell you that my theory is no. My theory is they're there. They're setting up for when this comes out, there's going to be a sweep, and you're going to see all these prominent people arrested. That's just my, there's my theory in a nutshell. Who's, who's getting arrested? Everyone that's in these, that, 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 that um, Everyone that did things illegal, obviously, through these, uh, through these executive orders that he signed over the years. And I don't want to sound stupid, but from A to Z, all of them that have been part of all this, uh, of the election process, all of it. I just, I just think it's going to all get exposed, and he's taking them all down. I think he's going to outsmart all of us. He's, that's one, he's, I, he's been quiet, like you said, he's, he's been quiet forever. Mm-hmm. I just think he's playing this out to the end. Well, he has been quiet. Yeah. I mean, yesterday he wasn't quiet. Yesterday he was, he was kind of mouthy, actually, at the... Uh... At the at the at the rally, uh, that, that's the last time we. That's that's the most uh, the most we've heard from him in a long time. And I got to be right. honest with you, but, I wasn't all that happy with pretty much everything he had to say yesterday. I don't think he did a. I no. don't think he did a good job. I don't think he did himself any good. Um, well, when, when, uh, Twitter I, shows, I mean, when Twitter shuts him, 
Go ahead. Oh yeah, they all shut them off. Which you know, I just, Wait, that's all. That's illegal. This is my point. Yeah, and it's it's awful. It's awful. Do. They shouldn't be doing that to him. Obviously, the guy's got half right. the country supporting him. Let let you know. Let the man speak. Okay, right. and and, and he, this is my point. And he's his own worst enemy in a lot of cases. So if, if you let him speak, he chances are good that he might just you know harm himself or do you know yeah bury himself. Yep. I'm with you. I'm just giving you my theory. But listen, we got 13 days left, and until the 14th day comes and he's not there, I'm still 100% in my mind that he's still going to figure a way to pull this out because we all know, every one of us know, you said it, all your listeners said it, and everybody's like, okay, so what's going to happen? We're just going to pack up and go home? No, you can't because once it's done and, and if this does take place and Biden becomes elected, democracy is dead. We've all said that. It's dead. I don't care how you look at it. It's dead. There's no reason to vote ever again because they'll be fixed forever. And if you looked at these machines, these voting machines that were taking place, if you looked at the, the numbers that were there, when a vote came in for Trump, just say it was like 1.6 on their scale. Mm-hmm. And a vote came in for Biden, it was you know, one point whatever it was. And then by midnight, they had to stop counting and recalculate the machines, so the votes came in in favor of Biden overnight. Mm-hmm. They have all this down. It's proven. Yeah. But nobody will hear it. No, no, we saw it. We, we, make them here. we saw it coming. I mean, it's it's not right. like it's not like we didn't predict that they were going to cheat and use this as an excuse to cheat. They they stole the election. There's no doubt Correct. in my mind. And There's my not and, and and Trump lost. I mean, did he lose fairly? No, but he lost. And That's my point. Tony, I'm not right. I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it. Um, you know, there if there's going to be some magic because I've been hearing about this magic thing happening for three or four weeks, and I keep hearing dates that have already come and gone. There's not a lot of time well, left for any left. of this stuff. I mean, if if he's going to pull out some kind of miracle, especially now after yesterday where he, he's got absolutely nobody. I mean, even even Mike Pence can't stand the guy anymore. <laughs> I they were saying, they were saying Pence was livid, you know. I, how happy can you be if your boss calls you a coward in front of a you know a hundred million, hundred thousand, a couple hundred thousand people? So I hundred ten percent agree with everything that you said, and they should be pissed, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But my point is, once again, it's him against the world. They're all in cahoots, everyone. And when the federal, when when the Supreme Court won't listen to it, you, you come, seriously, come on. Like you said earlier, they should have listened to it. They're all in cahoots because the names are going to come out, and nobody wants. It's going to. It's just going to flip. Everything's going to go crazy. And it's not, like you said, why vote? Well, you know, one last thing, Tony, before I let you go, and I really appreciate your call. Very interesting, and you brought a lot to the table. Um, I don't think he's, I think he would be better off at this point to just gracefully bow out and make a run in 2024. I think if he persists, you know, as a couple of the callers have, have, have mentioned as well, if he persists, on this futile effort at this point, I, in my mind, it's futile. I think he's going to damage his ability to run in 2024, and he, and he, you know, he he's going to hurt himself on both ends. Uh, you know, take 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 the high road here, and and wish Biden well and move on, and and then you know reload and come back in 2024. Continuing to fight, you know, he, he, he's fighting, he's fighting. I mean, the enemy right now doesn't just have the high ground. I mean, they have, you know, they have the highest mountain in America, the enemy. He is fighting uphill and he's fighting uphill with very, very little ammunition. He's, I just, I'm not seeing it, Tony. I'm not seeing it, but I appreciate, I appreciate your optimism. 
you're a, you're a good American and a patriot, and I appreciate your optimism. You've got to thank you for the time. Thank you, Tony, for your call. Why why are the Democrats, Pelosi and Schumer and the other dopes looking to impeach Trump with 13 days left is a question that people have asked me. Why? Why? Well, I'll tell you why. Plain and simple. 2024. Okay. If you if you're able to successfully impeach him now for using the 25th Amendment, you have basically eliminated him as a potential threat in 2024. If he, as I said a couple of minutes ago, if he goes out now gracefully, he can come back in 2024. If he if he keeps if, if he persists, he is he and and this impeachment thing isn't going to go anywhere. We know that it's it's all gibberish, but but the Democrats still are still afraid of him. And they're afraid of him coming back in 2024. They they know they know the force that he is, and uh, this is why they're coming you know coming out again with this lame impeachment thing because they want to basically eliminate him. They want to kill him and bury him. All right, let's go to the phones. We have a caller name and where you're calling from. Hey, what do you think about all that rain we've been getting lately? All right. Um, let's take a commercial break, folks. I think it's time and, uh, we'll come back. Let me give out the numbers before we take a break. 609-593-9654, 609-593-WNJH, and we'll be right back. Welcome to Calvin's Barbershop. You all got to see this. I don't even want to know what you're looking at on that phone. Well, you should. I was learning about the dangers of high blood pressure and that we need to get ours checked regularly. High blood pressure can increase the risk of heart attack or stroke, but this text program can help keep it at a healthy range. Just text Barbershop to 97779 to sign up. I'll get right on it as soon as I'm done with this baby panda video. (laughs) Text Barbershop to 97779. A message from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council. It's important to plan ahead for emergencies, like Like the storm. storm. When When it kicked in, we had a plan. We were able to get in touch with each other in no time. The whole whole experience was was the most frightening 10 hours of my life. If If there's there's one piece of advice advice I'd offer other moms moms out there, it's to stay calm and keep to the plan. Some parents plan ahead. Some don't. Make sure you know where to find your family in an emergency. Start your plan at ready.gov. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. The storks are bringing me a baby brother! We can do this together! All right, let's go! Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh my gosh, you don't know! (gasps) I know! You don't! (laughs) Oh man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable! (laughs) No! Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this! You will rock this! To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. It's important to plan ahead for emergencies, like Like the storm. storm. When When it kicked in, we had a plan. We, we were, were able to get in touch with each other in no, no time. idea how to find each other. The whole, whole experience, experience was, was the most frightening 10 hours of my life. If, if there's, there's one piece of advice I'd offer other moms out there, there it's to stay calm and keep to the plan. Message. Some parents plan ahead. Some don't. Make sure you know where to find your family in an emergency. Start your plan at ready.gov. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Now back to Voice of Freedom with your host, Dr. Otto Hernandez. Welcome back, Voice of Freedom Radio program, talking all about what's going on in the country in the last couple of days, which is uh, significant. 
uh, caller Mark talked about the hypocrisy that's taking place. And I already had a little bit to say about that. I'll talk a little bit more about that because uh, the hypocrisy and the double standard that's that's happening right now is is quite astounding. And uh, and the, and the, the the worst part of it is that a lot of people buy into it. Um, you know, people people that are poorly informed uh, and and take take what mainstream media feeds them. As, as being legitimate. Um, so we'll talk about that in a minute. All right, we have a call, so we're going right to the phone. Name and location, where you're calling from. It's Jimmy from Jenkintown. How are you tonight? I'm doing well. Listen, I got a question. Do you like to use the global forecast for the weather system or the Euro model when you're looking up to see these All right. Um... I got a feeling some people were dropped on their heads as children. It's it's kind of sad. The the you know and and yesterday I I attacked some of I didn't attack okay I I put a Facebook post up in regards to uh, some of my liberal friends and their and their self righteous indignation that they that they were showing yesterday about what reprobates the Republicans and conservatives are that were viciously attacking the white the uh, capitol building um sort of like the mexican storming the alamo type of thing <laughs> and these folks had not a word to say all summer in regards to the burning the looting um the attacks on the police um it's it's astounding and it's it's just remarkable it's it's remarkable uh, you talk about hypocrisy. If you're, uh, uh, you know, as, again, as I said earlier, if you are, if you are a law and order person, you're a law and order person. Okay. If you are, if you're only going to speak out against violence when it suits you, and it suits your political inclinations, then don't waste our time. All right. Don't waste our time. I denounced. Antifa Black Lives Matter all summer on this program. And I denounced what happened yesterday in D.C. from the conservative side on this program. Okay? This is how we do it. This is how we do it. And this is how you, you, you know, you don't show bias. And this is how um, you, you, uh, you know, show that you're, you, you're going to be fair. Uh, and you're not going to be a hypocrite. All right, we're going to try the phones again, and you are live on the air, Voice of Freedom Radio program. Hey, Dr. Hernandez, it's Mike from Hamilton. Mike, it's a pleasure to hear from you, my friend. Happy New Year to you. Yeah, Happy New Year to you, too. The show is excellent, and uh, the, the reason I called is your opening. I wish the whole country could hear your opening. It was it was fantastic. I appreciate the kind comments, uh, Mike. You know, I, I worked on it a little bit today. I'll be honest with you. I wanted to, I wanted to articulate exactly how I felt about a little bit of everything. And and again, I think what's happening right now, everybody, uh, there there's so much blame to be shared here. You know. Yeah. And and yeah. And, and and it's 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 remarkable. And and these people are. It's almost like they're working in concert to destroy America. Um, yeah, I think 
I think both sides keep us distracted mm-hmm. as they rob all the money in the bank. It's I think it's been going on in <laughs> yeah. uh, politics for a long time. But uh, you, you, the way you summarized it, I wish I had your ability. It was it was very clear. I, I hope you guys put that up again because uh, people will really enjoy that little five minute opening. You know what? I'll put it I'll put it up on Facebook tomorrow. I'll put it up and, on uh, Facebook. Uh, you know, verbatim. I'll just put the whole thing up there, uh, and people yeah, can and it, people it, can it, read it. Can, people can read it on their own good time. You you, you better Rick better watch. You may get hired by. Um, OAN network if uh well if you know what you know what if if that. I get hired by OAN or, or Newsmax or one of them I I I'm a package deal so I'm going to go and say look if you want me <laughs> you you're taking producer Rick along with me okay and they're going to okay. laugh in my face obviously but I'm going to insist I'm going to say hey don't laugh in my face I'm deadly serious I go as a package if you want me you take produ- you're getting producer Rick too <laughs> they don't have enough money to pay me. You're very loyal, but I I also wanted to also yeah, very also very I, dumb, but that's but that's beside the point. <laughs> hey, mark me down as a as a, as a, as a person who will will appreciate President Trump in, in history, no matter what else he does. Because yes, President Trump defeated Hillary Rotten Clinton because. Mm-hmm. The whole that was his, that was set. you know what Mike it, it, that might still be his greatest accomplishment. And, and and let me tell you, standing in front of, a, of an avalanche that he's still standing in front of, mm-hmm. and except they're all whooped up even worse on him for four years, is not easy to do. No, no, it's Republican not. It's was not. going to defeat Hillary Clinton. No, none so, of them. None of them. And 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 you know yeah. how much I like Ted Cruz and Rubio. Yep. The, yep. Two great guys. They but were not. They, they were not going to beat Hillary. They were not going to beat the Democrat machine. They were not going to win. And we would. We would yep. have had it. We would have had. And we. And chances are, we'd be getting ready for round two of Hillary right and, now. And, and Trump. <laughs> and Trump has educated a lot of Americans to see just how slimy the the, the meat, the sausages grind it in Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's. <laughs> you know, I blame us. You know, we could all look in the mirror, every American, and say, "Look, we're not paying attention to what these guys are doing to us." Yeah. So I'm hoping this. You know, hopefully we have another Reagan, and we have more people that are a little smoother than President Trump. But the work he did, I'll always look up to him for that. And uh, you know, he'll be back. I mean, he, you know, a mistake or two here. His style isn't perfect, but. I, I, I also, uh, were you watching late at night when our Congressman Jeff Andrew um, was, uh, he got a, he had a five minute speech, probably must have been three in the morning. No, but, I, I missed that. What, what did, what did Van Drew have to say? Well, well he, he was excellent. I mean, he was, the, the, the funny part about it was, now this, this shooting happened at about in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And everybody was, you know, we all need to get together. The police are great. But there was a guy, Connor Lamb, from Philadelphia, oh, yeah. or from Pittsburgh. Yep. He felt the need to get up there, and they're, they're basically filling time on the protest from Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. But Lamb, after a shooting, just happened five hours earlier, he got up there, and basically his theme was, the other side is a bunch of liars. 
They're liars. They're right. liars. I'm like, oh, my God, the politics. He must be running for Senate or something. So one congressman, I got I to gotta talk to our congressman, Jeff Van Drew. One congressman took offense to it, and mm-hmm. he said, I want that stricken from the record. You know, there's a rule for decorum in here. Uh-huh. And, and, and Liam is like a little weasel. He had that Eric Stallwell with him. The, the, uh, oh, my God. The guy from... California, so, so the the, funny, uh, the 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 Chinese spy uh, James Bond. Yeah, yes, but 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 Connor Lamb is like <laughs> a, you know the little weasel type guy calls your name. Now this guy and Lamb didn't. Lamb said, "Oh, the truth hurts." So all of a sudden, there's a commotion. I think the congressmen were ready to square off right in the chamber. That that I heard. That I heard, and I, and I Which, missed it. I but I, I did hear people saying that it was you know how it, some of these Ukraine and Japan where they actually start fist fights. <laughs> in the, oh no, because this guy took offense. And let me tell you, if somebody calls me a liar, I I, I appreciated it because the weasels on you know they take these pot shots mm-hmm. after what just happened. Right. This Connor Lamb, he's no good. Right. And 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 Jeff Andrew followed, and he was terrific. He gave he gave a his tone of the speech was, look, we're, we're here, we're debating. Mm-hmm. Each side is debating. We need to come together. And that Nancy Pelosi, oh, she must really, she must hate Jeff Andrew because. She of course, felt they all the do. need to, of course, they all to do. Put, you know, to to interrupt them and take down. You know, your mask isn't on right. And <laughs> Jeff Andrew, I'm going to have to YouTube is. that. I missed that. I missed all that. And 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 this show loves Van Drew. He's been on a couple times. I I will well, have he, to I will have to reach out to his folks and see if he wants to come come back he, on in the next couple of weeks because I I'd really well, I'd really like to hear from him on all this stuff uh, right on the program. Well. well South Jersey was well represented because that Nancy Pelosi, she got that little witch, and she must know Van Drew because he flipped. Right. Because he, he didn't like getting pushed around by the likes of a Nancy Pelosi or by a party chairman in mm-hmm. Atlantic County. But Van Drew was smooth. But uh, it, it was comical. I said, this is five hours after this incident happened. How about that? I said, they're right back to full-time politics. But oh, yeah. the opening was great. It was... Uh, it, it, it was great, and I also I got to give a hat tip to Vice President Mike Pence because um, he is a first class guy, and uh, absolutely, you know, hey, I, absolutely, he, and I, and Trump did, and Trump did, did him a, a a big disservice yesterday. Yeah, Trump's um, under the gun. He, yeah, uh, I know that, I, Mike, I, I, but you know what? This guy has been his most loyal, his most yeah. loyal supporter, and his really his best hire. Yeah. I mean, you tell me a, you tell me a better hire than 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 his no. pick of Mike Pence. To to no, uh, I really I really like Mike Pence, but the job he did was 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 excellent. He did what he was there to do, yeah. and you know he listened to everybody's argument, and he didn't get bullied. You, you got to like that in a leader. So, you know, Trump's temper is up because you know it deserves to be up. But yep. uh, Oh, he's he's got a he's these next two weeks um, are going to be something. I I I don't even know what to expect these next two weeks. It's going to be something. Well, cooler heads need to prevail. Yes, President Trump has done us a great service, and I'm glad he fought this thing to educate the public Mm -hmm. because our politicians have enacted voting policies and procedures. 
99% of Americans want a fair and honest election yep. where we could shake hands at the end right. and get back to the work of the country. Yep. But since government is so big, these entrenched, elitist lawyers everywhere making up these rules that aren't really fair. They're, you know, there's 80 ways from Sunday to cheat. Mm-hmm. It's not right. No, it's you know, not. The it's community... Not. The community organizers, it's not a, it's not supposed to be a full-time job. And in the last 15 years, community organizing has become a full-time job. You better and believe it. You better believe it. And it's, it's not right because no, government not. is too big. Yeah. So. It's, it's not right. right. And, and you know, if, if, if the Republicans don't push back on, on election law reform, I mean hard. Yeah. Voter ID, yeah. the whole deal, you know, one day voting, none of this shenanigans. Uh, yeah. We we will only have ourselves to blame as as we continue to lose elections and have them essentially stolen mm-hmm. out from under us. So, Mike, well, great, great then, call as always. I truly appreciate it. Good. Great job. You're opening. I, I can't wait to hear it again. All right. Thanks I'll a lot, Mike. Uh, Producer Rick, you you know I'm taking you with me to Newsmax, Fox, wherever we go. We're going right to the top, baby. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, I Uh, believe you got one more caller. (laughs) All right, let's take a call. Uh, Great calls tonight, busy phones. Uh, You are on the air, Voice of Freedom Radio Program, your name and location. Hi, Otto. This is Michelle from Winona. How are you? Uh, doing, Michelle. I'm doing well. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm enjoying myself tonight. Uh, I can't say I'm doing I'm what I, I, I can't say I'm doing what I was born to do because you know I'm multi talented. So I was probably born to do a whole bunch of stuff. But probably you know enjoying enjoying the calls, <laughs> enjoying the callers. Uh, you know, and talking about something that's uh, you know important to all of us. So. Uh, well, how are you faring these days, Michelle, I, with all the, all I, the, uh, <laughs> all the tumult? I, uh, you know, I, I, it's been hard. I think it's been hard for all of us who mm-hmm. have been supporters of Trump. And, uh, you know, again, I'm going to echo your previous caller. Your opening was perfect. It's what I needed to hear. You put it succinctly. It was all of the things I was feeling and reeling about throughout the day, especially the Supreme Court's lack of involvement. Oh, but they let us down. Guess, they let us down. They let the country down. Forget that. Forget letting Trump down, because they because their down. job their job is to adjudicate, and and if there is enough evidence and there is enough impact, they need to they need to do their job. They can't just punt. You know, this is the highest court in the land, and they're not interested in the biggest case in the country. <laughs> I mean, what do and, we have? What do we have these people for? What I, I guess, if I have to ask you a question, and I, I'm, I'm sitting here listening, you know, I, based on kind of what your last caller said again, you know, Trump exposed a lot. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot. We've all seen a lot in the past four years. Probably, I've been the most politically involved in the past four years than I've ever been in my whole life, mm-hmm. and. How do you go? How do we kind of pull it together and go on? I know that we will. I don't even know how to take that. Step we have to. I we have to. Like I, so, so tell me, tell me, teacher, doctor, just tell me, <laughs> what do we do? What? Do well, we uh, do? first What's of all, let, let me say, let me start by saying this, and I have heard from so many people, and again, they've been disenfranchised and frustrated yeah. and angry. And I've heard from so many Republicans and conservatives say, 
I'm done voting. I'm never going to vote again. What's the point? That would be that would be mistake number one. Okay, I mean that if we do that, we are we are in total capitulation. It has to be the opposite. We have to flood flood the polling places at the next election. Every Republican, I, I mean, you know, I would urge every. There's no sitting it out. Everybody's got to vote. For, I don't want to hear this nonsense that we're done voting and the you know they're going to steal it and all this stuff. You force it. You force them to steal it, okay? You expose them for stealing it. We don't sit out. That's capitulation. That That's one, capitulation. You know, and, and, you know, you, right. then you're basically turning the country over to the left. I'm not ready to do that. Are you? No, and I'm hoping that this this notion, you know, this, this what we're hearing that, you know, I'm not going to vote. What's the use? I'm hoping that's just, you know, the bitter. The, 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 the yes. The, yes. People are angry right now. And yes. they're feeling it and they're feeling disgusted and they're dejected and they just feel really bad so i i'm hoping that once that sting passes look next election or any of these you know any of these elections that come up republicans they have to become really serious yeah and they need to start sticking together which that is that is another big problem we're not very good at that republicans are independent thinkers they don't you know and and i I, i've said this on the program but probably a dozen times democrats hate each other's guts but when the time comes to win they're a team. They they and they and you don't see anybody break ranks. You don't see anybody break ranks. In the meantime, we got Mitt Romney breaking ranks, and we got the the doofus in Alaska breaking ranks. You know they're Republicans, but uh, they don't stick together. And and this is, you know, this is this is from the national to the local. I mean, right. I can tell you that I see it in local politics where Republicans don't stick together. We're independent thinkers. We argue with each other. And when the time comes, in a lot of cases, we don't reconcile. And we don't reconcile, and that's one of the reasons we lose. And Democrats reconcile. They circle the wagons, and they stick together, and that's why they win. And that's one of the reasons they're beating us. And we need to do a better job. And I say that and I say that all the time. We need to do a better job. Republicanism has to mean something. And we need to talk about what republicanism means. Um, and, and, you know, all of us have to be ambassadors of republicanism. We have to we have to be ambassadors of republicanism to, to friends that are, you know, on the border or on the edge or in between or whatever. Um, that's one of the that's another that's another thing that we need to do to come back. You know, but I, I do think that the traditionalness, the traditional party, the Republican Party, I I agree with you in saying that that I think a third party emerges because there's too we there's too many people who fall in mm-hmm. this in between. Yeah, I've been saying that for years. I mean, that's how I consider myself. You know, right. my values are are you know vastly. Republican conservative, mm-hmm. but there are areas where, you know, I, I can see both sides. I can support both sides. Sure. And I think you're like most Americans, Michelle, you're, you're the norm. The norm is that is that 90% in the middle. It's not the 5% well, on the, the sides. Fray, what's going up? Why is the fray out there right now? Largely what's dominating us then it seems like, you know, it's not the norm. I don't feel like the norm is being represented. No, the norm is not being represented, not by a long shot, um, you know, and and part of it is, you know, the extremism that has that has essentially taken over 
uh, especially on the Democrat side. I mean, the, the Democrat Party continues to pull farther and farther to the left. Bar- Barack Obama would be would be a middle of the road Democrat. The Barack Obama that got elected in two thousand and eight. Compare him, compare him, compare him to AOC or some of these other clowns, you know, that are that are somewhat to the left of Mao Zedong and Vladimir Lenin. You know, they 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 can't wait. Every day I hear AOC chirping that you know we're not taking any prisoners, we're not we're not negotiating. This is what we want, and guess what? It's coming. Yes, it's coming. I mean, we, we the the, the, the last uh, the, the the last safeguard that we had were these two Senate seats, and we screwed it up. We yeah. screwed it up. Look in the mirror. You know that's on us. Two lousy candidates. A poor effort. You know, diminishing the diminishing the the value of elections. They had a very poor. A lot of GOP stayed home in Georgia. You know, and these people lost by percentage points. We didn't take it seriously. We lost, and now and now they they control the the Senate with uh, with the vice president breaking the vote. Uh, I mean, you know, this has been this has been Georgia is a state that is you know has been kind of leaning purple, right? Yep. I mean, I think we needed there needed to be this 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 different force, and you're right, we needed to take it more seriously. Well, you know, and and I and I didn't include this. I didn't include this in my opening remarks, Michelle, but I did think about it. And again, we're partly to blame, and by and by we, I mean Republicans, conservatives, etc. the The vote that that we see reflected not only in the national election but also in Georgia, we don't have young people. We have we have we we basically ceded the educational system to the left somewhere around 30 or 40 years ago. And now we're paying the price. We're seeing we're seeing high school college graduates that have been fully indoctrinated. They 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 don't know okay. anything about about <laughs> capitalism and the value of capitalism and what's made America great over the years. Just the opposite. You know, they hear that America is an illegitimate country founded on racism by exploiting blacks and Indians and everything else. This is the negativity that they hear about America uh, is what is what makes some of these people say, gee, you know, what's wrong with this country? You know, in the meantime, this is the greatest country in the world and still is. But well, you know but what? we uh, that we have nobody but ourselves to blame. I don't know. I don't I, I guess somebody will give us that that data at some point. Uh, how do twenty and thirty year old populations voted this year? But I'd love mm-hmm. to know. I'd love to know how the twenty and thirty year old populations voted. I have a feeling they buried us. I have a feeling. Yeah, I have a feeling that I know which way they went. Yeah. My my sixteen year old right now, he's so concerned because <laughs> aside from the fact that, you know, <laughs> there's all this chaos, you know, he has a really hard time speaking to any of his friends because the majority of them, the girls primarily, are you know, these girls are, are raised with values of, you know, hardcore um, liberalism, you know, and, yeah. and they're, you know, he's like, Mom, why, why can't, you know, you can't even have a conversation about it. And these are 16-year-olds. I mean, when I was 16, this wasn't what I was thinking about. You know, I just think you're right. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that this has been, you know, 20-year-olds. I have a 27-year-old. I know how the majority of his friends feel. 
Mm-hmm. And he's, he, he leans conservative. And mm-hmm. he is in the minority, for sure. Yeah. Yep, I hear you, Michelle. Michelle, do not, do not, you know, and and I always end the program the same way. I'll end it that way tonight. But uh, do not, do not lose faith. You know, we're still the greatest country in the world. We have that privilege. We get to wake up in the greatest country every day. So I'm not giving up the ship. Not, not by a long shot. That's right. Okay, the country's right. broken, but it's not irreparable. It is, it is quite All fixable, right. and uh, every single one of us has a responsibility there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Thank you tonight. Great show, Otto. Great call. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks. Folks, we're at the end of our program, and it's been a great one tonight. I didn't anticipate uh, the number of calls that we got and the, and the quality of the number of calls that we got, a little bit of everything. Um, and again, you know, we, we are a great country and we will, we will push through this. I fully believe that we may have a bit of a struggle over the next couple of years, but chances are that uh, we're going to bounce right back. And, uh, you know, we have another election coming right around the corner. We have an election next year for the, for the governor of the state of New Jersey. So it's, it, you know, Republicans can't stay asleep for too long. We need to bounce right back. Uh, get a Republican in the governor's seat in our state, for starters, because the guy we got right now in there is a clown, and uh, he's done nothing but damage the state, in, in some cases damage it beyond repair. So, again, Republicans can't fall asleep. We need to bounce right back. Folks, thanks for listening tonight. Great program. Thank you to all our callers. Thank you to producer Rick. Keep the faith, and we will see you all next week on The Voice of Freedom. Join us again next Thursday at 7 p.m. for another edition of Voice of Freedom with Dr. Otto Hernandez. WNJH Radio, its owners and associates, take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show host or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of this site or the radio station, and opinions between talk show hosts may conflict. This site does not endorse anything as the truth. That you will have to judge for yourself. But we try to speak the truth on the owner's behalf and reserve the right to question the supposed truth. It is sometimes hard to get the truth, but we must try. It is not our intention to libel, discriminate, make hate, or annoy anyone. This site takes no responsibility for the opinions of others in the postings of comments in chat rooms or forum posts. The greatest